Hi everyone, what's up? Welcome back to the In My 20s and Trying podcast. I'm Stephanie Jade and I am so excited that you've chosen to listen to this episode and this podcast because it's going to be a good time. <laughs> if you're new, what's up? Like I said, I'm Stephanie Jade. I'm 21. This is quite literally called the In My 20s and Trying podcast because I'm in my 20s and trying. Um, the funny thing is I shared this story last week. My friend from church thought I said in my 20s and crying and I really, you know, that's a mood because sometimes you just want to cry because things are not going the way they're supposed to be going or they're not going your way. But this is just the podcast where I talk about life, relationships, friendships, guys, um, school, career, like all of those things, but mainly about my life, how I, you know, learn from it, how I deal with the punches and roll with the punches. Um, So I'm excited that you've decided to tune in. Uh, This episode will be a little different compared to other episodes because I'm just, I don't really have a game plan. I usually have some sort of game plan and this is my second time recording, you know, this part of the episode because my sister walked in, which was funny because I was talking about having patience and then she walked in and I was about to snap and I was like, just, just walk away. Just walk away and don't look back. And if you know what movie that's from, you get five bonus points. Um, But no, yeah, so there isn't really a game plan for today's episode. I'm just going to be talking a little bit about school, my first week back, how that's been, how I feel, what I'm, you know, hoping this semester will be because I'm already stressed and I've only had one day of classes. Um, The Skid Row Carnival of Love because that was yesterday and it filled me with so much joy. Um, and just some other things. I sort of tend to go off on tangents, so we'll see where this episode takes us. We'll see where time takes us. Um, but if you would like to follow me on social media, everything is just at Stephanie Jade M. I hope that you will stay tuned. I hope that you will follow the podcast, leave a review, rate it, share it with a friend. Um, so yeah, without further ado, let's begin. <laughs> um, okay, so So before we jump into how my first day of classes was, um, let's talk a little bit about my schooling journey, educational journey, how we got to this moment. Um, And I'll try to go over it quickly because I've shared this before on the podcast. I think it's like the back to school episode, which is episode three, I believe. Um, But basically, you know, I went to high school, graduated from high school when I was in in high school. I had this plan to go straight to a four-year. I had worked my butt off, or at least, you know, I felt that I did. I got into some four years. And uh, when the time came, it just wasn't meant to be. It didn't happen. So I ended up going to a community college. I went there for, I attended a community college for two and a half years and it wasn't until I want to say the second year that I really got involved and I was like, I need to find friends on this campus because I'm going crazy not having friends. Um, So I joined the ambassadors program, which was like this part-time job on campus and we would just do tours and attend college fairs for high school students and do these you know things on campus basically um but with the ambassador program I was able to find my first little community on campus which is something that I have come to realize about myself is I really love you know the community feeling um feeling like I have a place where I belong obviously I think everyone likes that um but for me the ambassador program really helped I met some 
incredible, incredible people. Um, my boss and my supervisor were also great. Some of the other supervisors were great. Um, so that was the first real thing that I got involved with on campus. And then my second, I think my second to last semester on campus, uh, which was fall 2017, I joined the newspaper and I was actually an editor my first semester. I was the online slash multi multimedia uh, editor. So basically my job was just to like get people's stories and publish them online. Um, and it was like this really easy, simple task, but it made me feel a part of something. I also did college campus questions. So we would go out to the campus and just like ask people, you know, who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl um, and all these different little things. But that was the second feeling of community that I got. That's actually where I met Arlie, who was the guest on last week's podcast episode. So I highly recommend that you guys listen to that one because Arlie is just one of my favorite people. She's so kind, genuine. Um, she really is my soul sister. And now she's doing incredible things in New York. She just left yesterday. Um, so if you want to listen to her journey about how she went from high school to changing her her plans, uh, you know, that we're going to a four-year to now a community college and then going to NYU and going to Paris and now New York. Like, if you want to listen to her whole crazy story, then listen to last week's episode. But, um, yeah, so that's where we met. And from there, I applied to Cal State Fullerton. And don't do what I did because I only applied to one school. So it would definitely have, you know, like a safety score, two schools that you applied to or whatever. Um, so I ended up getting waitlisted and that was, I believe, I had applied in November of 2017. My final semester at Citrus was winter semester, so I was done at the end of January. Um, but I knew that I would not be starting school until fall, or so I thought. So I decided to take on um, this internship with Pantone 294, which if you know Pantone, which I feel like you know, some of my listeners do. Um, Pantone is this, the best way that I can describe it is this traveling fan club for the Dodgers, but they're not directly associated with them. They're their own entity, but they plan trips for fans. And then, you know, they go all across um, the country to watch the Dodgers. And now they have Fancation, which is basically an extension of Pantone. And they'll be doing the same thing, but with vacation, let's say you have a group of 10 friends, 15 friends, whatever, family members, and you want to go and celebrate your birthday at a Rams game or a Lakers game. And also shout out to the Rams because they're in the Super Bowl next Sunday, which I'm super excited about. Um, see, I got very sidetracked. Um, but let's say you want to celebrate your birthday at one of those sporting events. I think it's like all California teams. Um, then you can go to vacation and be like, hey, what's the pricing for this? I have 15 people. I want to celebrate my birthday at, you know, uh, Lakers game and then they'll plan that for you and they take care of that so I did that for six months I did that from June to the end of July I met some incredible people there you know Jackie Eric Erica Nicole Mireya Blake Matt Nacho Lexi Alex and Dez I really feel like I'm forgetting someone and I hope I'm not um but you guys oh Mireya did I say Mireya I love Mireya Mireya Erica and Nicole are my country girls so we need to go to stagecoach y'all know Jackie um Blake and the guys like Eric and Matt they're just incredible guys but um so yeah that's where I met them and they were great um so I did that for six months and then when I was done with that I got waitlisted at 
Fullerton, so technically, you know, I would not be starting school in the fall like I thought. So I ended up applying for spring semester, and there was nothing that I could do. Like, I, I couldn't start school, so I decided to take the year off. Um, and just work with my parents, which was really, 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 that's a lot of reallys. Um, it was really great for me. I think that I just, I needed that time off to work and just be in turn, do the things that I did. And I know that not everyone can take, you know, six months, a year off from school because a lot of people just need to get their degree as soon as possible. They want to get their degree as soon as possible because they want to start working in what they're studying. Um, and also, you don't want to accumulate all that debt because you're like, I'm taking a break. Um, but for me, it was definitely very beneficial. And I thank my parents for that. Um, you know, again, like I said, there wasn't anything that I can do. Um, excuse me. There wasn't anything that I could really do because I, it was just the waiting game, which I feel like I talked about this um, in a previous episode 2018 for me was just a lot of waiting waiting for things to happen and hoping that they would happen um but in the process of all of that you know the podcast came out and I love the podcast and now I'm at Fullerton so back to the first so that's sort of like the journey that led me to where I am now which is I just had my first day of classes on a Wednesday at Fullerton and it was like everything I wanted it to be um so I'm super excited for the semester what's really cool is I'm obviously a transfer student so I went in as a junior so I still have you know this semester and then a year and a half I think or like a year um so a lot of the people that I'm with since I'm just taking my major classes are in my major, which is broadcast journalism, and we just were in the same classes, which is really cool because it goes back to that sense of community. Um, I know in like my first class, I had these two guys, and then two hours later, because I have, or like an hour and 30 minutes later, I have this break in between my first and second class. I walked into my other class, and then these two guys were there, and I was like, whew familiar faces and then this guy walked in and I was like oh my goodness I know you so one of the guys that I worked on um at Citrus's newspaper is in two of my classes shout out to Michael so that was really cool um but I'm just really excited I'm excited to get involved on campus I know I want to be a part of like Titan Sports Titan Radio um some of the clubs like ETC and there's just some stuff that I've been looking at that I'm super excited to be a part of. We have our baseball home opener on February 18th, which is really exciting. Um, we don't have a football team, so it's fine. And we're Division One in um, baseball. So I'm excited, and I really do enjoy baseball. Um, but yeah, I think I'll rush for a sorority next semester. I might try it. I think that'd be really fun. But the only thing that, like, scares me is that I'm 21 already, so I'll be 22 by that point. So it's like, am I too old? You know? questions 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 but we'll see I'm not going to stress about that because when I stress I get cold sores and I currently have one it looks like I have the entire solar system on my top lip but it's fine um so yeah that's a little bit about school I'm super excited the only class that I'm really worried about is my um okay so I'm taking like this research methods class and I'm scared so if anyone is good with like research and stuff please hit your girl up because I was scared for my law class but then I like met my professor and he's like super cool and he's a lawyer and he really if you watch Suits he reminds me of Harvey but like not a player just he reminds me of like the essence of Harvey without being like okay I don't know where we're going with this but he seems like a really cool dude so I'm super excited to like take his class and learn about law because I think that we can all you know be educated and well, just tap this. Um, 
And I've personally talked about this before where I feel like sometimes because I'm not as educated as I could be when it comes to certain topics, um, I'll just be like, oh, well, you know, I don't know enough. So I just, I'll choose not to comment, but I want to know enough so I can be a part of bigger conversations, you know? Um, so I'm super excited about that. And I, I just feel like the semester is going to be really, really good. I'm putting myself first when it comes to a lot of things in my life. Um, things have been like just very eye-opening these last few weeks when it comes to like what I want to do. Um, the things I want to have in my life, the people I want to have in my life. So I think it's going to be a good semester. I think it's going to be a good year. I'm excited for the podcast and like everything that I've talked about, school, work, like all of these things. Um, and I'm excited to be a Titan. Like the fact that my colors are orange and blue. Wow. Incredible. Also. Okay. So I walked into, I had like an hour and a half to kill between my first and second classes on Wednesday and Wednesdays are my long days. Um, Mondays, I just have those first two classes, but Wednesdays, I have my law class, which is until 6.45, you guys. That's not the point. So I had an hour an hour and a half to kill, whatever. I'm walking around campus, like, you know, checking it out because I had already gone to laws two times before this. And I walk into our Titan shop, which is basically just, like, a store where you can buy any Fullerton merch that you would like. Like, do you want a Hydro Flask with the Fullerton F on it? Oh, you can most definitely get it in here. Do you want a sweatshirt? Well, we have, like, a bajillion, you know, different options. Do you want a shirt? Do you want a hat? Like, at one point, I felt like I had walked into lids. When you walk in on your left-hand side, there's literally a, um wall full of hats and I was like this is all of my dreams come true like I'm about to own 10 sweaters that say Fullerton on them or CSUF I'm about to own like seven hats like I'm so excited and then upstairs we have um like this bookstore bookstore yes and textbooks are expensive let me just tell you so quickly I'm gonna like a shameless plug to Amazon textbooks this is definitely not sponsored but I mean you can sponsor me because your girl needs textbooks um Amazon textbooks what they do that's really cool is they rent you textbooks for like literally a fraction of the cost that it would cost you to buy a book um and I used them literally the entire time that I was in cit at Citrus um so yeah just check out amazon textbooks rent a textbook don't buy one unless like it's a super expensive book that maybe you could sell back and get like majority of your money but like if you can buy your book for, for like or i mean rent your book for like 20 dollars and purchase prices like 70 just rent your book like it doesn't even matter that you're not going to get those 20 bucks back like i can't even imagine like my law book is 150 dollars, and i was like no like, I'm sorry, this is not happening, um, but my professor was like, everything that you need to know is on the slideshow, so I was like, cool, you're my favorite already, um, so yeah, that was a little bit about my week at school, um, also I parked at a hotel, which was just, you know, there's literally no parking, which my mom was saying is like a scam, well, she didn't use the word a scam, but she was like, I don't think that that's right, because you literally are paying so much money, and for the price of your parking pass, there should be a stall with your names on them. Like, each student should just have a stall that says, Stephanie, you know, junior, whatever. Because it's insane, you guys. Like, to park on any college campus, I think unless, like, it's a private school, it's just, it's ridiculous. But, yeah, like I said, that was my week at school. I'm super excited. Um, I have class tomorrow. I have to be there at 11. So, It'll be fun. But I'm um, now to talk about the Skid Row Carnival of Love, what that is, what it was, how incredible it is. Um, so I talked a little bit about the carnival on the podcast 
you know, I think like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Basically, the best way to describe it, it's it's this incredible day full of love down on Skid Row in Los Angeles, California. Um, and it's such a great day of just love. Um, we go out there to serve people experiencing homelessness. And there's so many services available to them. Um, yesterday we had haircuts available, massages, DMV services. I think, um, there was medical, I have to tell y'all something about the medical services. Um, there was medical services. Um, there was a dance party, Andy Grammer sang, there was face painting, like there was so many different services and it's just a good time. We're really the spotlight it's not on you for a change, you know, which I'm going to talk about right now, but it's on people experiencing homelessness. And I think a lot of times us as humans that have something, you know, um, and not that we do this intentionally because I really don't think a lot of people are like, well, let's talk about me or let's talk about my problems. Me, 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 my, this is about me. You know, I don't think that we do that intentionally all the times, but we are very me focused and we can be self-centered at times. Whereas, this day, it's all about them, what we can do to make their day better, how we can serve them. It doesn't matter who you know, what you do, you know, with your career. If you have a house, how expensive your house is, how expensive your car is, you know, it, it, none of that matters. What matters is you're here to serve. You're here to share love, be love, be a light in someone's um life for a day and yes you know it is just one day that we're choosing to make we're not choosing that we're making this change if it was for us we would do it every single day um but we hope that someday there isn't going to be people on Skid Row and we won't have to go down there and feed people because they're all going to be living their best lives in the works and the work that they want to be doing you know living their best life so the point is all of these people that are experiencing homelessness you don't know how they got there you don't know their story a lot of times we don't we don't even take the time to listen to people that are in our day-to-day lives because oh we're too busy over this we're like all of these excuses and these people on skid row haven't had someone to really talk to them in a long time they haven't had a shower a meal i think it was an interview or something i saw last night when i got home um, I believe his name is Alan and he's a part of like the catering service that we have. Um, and I say we, but really it's Skid Row. Um, it's the people that put it on and I'll talk about them because they're incredible. But he was saying that they fed over like 5,500 people. That's insane. You guys, that is so many people to feed. Like that's insane. But everyone that does this, it's out of love. You know, you're, you're not getting anything I physically I mean I I guess I would say but you leave that day that place feeling so inspired and humbled and just appreciative for life and you leave richer maybe in a friendship and an experience that you gained in a moment I remember the first moment the first moment the um the first year that I volunteered was 2017 um and the when people ask me how did you get involved with this I'm like do you really want to know because it embarrasses me (laughs) well it doesn't like embarrass me but it's like it's a funny story in my opinion so it's not funny but I don't know what I'm saying so how I got involved um 
Justin Baldoni, who puts it on, who's famously known as Raphael from CW's Jane the Virgin. Um, I loved that show. Like I, when I tell you, I loved that show. I was obsessed with that show. Its first three seasons. Um, I really just loved the storyline and the actors. Like I loved it. Um, so I loved Justin. You know, and he's such an incredible person. He really is. He is the kind of person that does not want the spotlight on him, which is interesting because he's an actor. And, you know, a lot of times I think people have a misconception that, oh, well, you're an actor, you want the attention all on you. But no, he uses his platform for so much good and so much love. Um, but the point is, I was a, I am a huge fan of his, you know, obviously as an actor, but more as a human. And he was, uh, <laughs> he was on the show, obviously. So I don't know what I did. I think I sent an email about something. I think about being like an assistant. I don't remember the exact details. But he um, was all like, oh, well, please send a voicemail. A please, they were like, please send an email to this address or whatever. So I, the emails weren't working. So I called his office and I was like, hi, my name's Stephanie. I just wanted to let you guys know that your voicemail not your voicemail, the email is down, um, and I know people are trying to send you emails, like, what is, what am I doing, an 19-year-old over here telling this company, like, hey, like, your email's down, I think you should check it, you know, I don't know what I was doing, so I ended up getting, I think, an email um, from Justin, I think I can pull it up if I find it, let me see if I can find it. But um, I ended up getting this email saying something like, thank you so much, you know, we really appreciate it, um, so then I want to say like maybe a few weeks later, a few months later, the sorting parties for the Skid Row Carnival of Love came up, came up and I went to the Wayfair team's office and we were just sorting a bunch of clothes. Like it was trash bags and trash bags and trash bags of clothes and donations. So we were sorting all of this and then just, and then Emily walks in, who's his wife. And like, let me just tell you, she's beautiful. Like Emily Baldoni, I'm just like, whoa. You were beautiful. And then their their daughter walked in, and she is so cute. Um, and I remember she FaceTimed him, and he was like, thank you guys so much. And then, all of a sudden, um, no, it wasn't the, the first day. And then the, the second time that I went back to do this, I want to say it was like the week after, we were at the storage unit sorting things, putting together hygiene bags. He walks in, and let me tell you, at this time, I was in love with him, right? Like his character. And then I was like, hi, I'm Stephanie. Like, I called. And he was like, thank you so much. He was like, and look at this. Now we're friends. And I remember when he said that we were friends, I was like, I'm friends with Justin Baldoni. I don't care what anyone says. Um, point is, to all of this, um, he is such an incredible person. He is so kind and genuine and does not want the attention on himself. He really is the type of person that uses his platform for good and to share other people's story stories. Um, and it's so just inspiring really to look up to him but it's him and his team that put on the event together so many sponsors and you know the CW do good um volunteers were there the HBO volunteers were there there's so many people there that just want to help and do good there's a lot of people our age in their 20s um teenagers there's even little kids that are there helping so it really is just such a rewarding day and I Back to what I was saying, you know, how we can sometimes be very 
um, self-centered. I know, you know, it sucks to hear you don't want anyone to be like, well, this is what you do. You just think too highly of yourself and you only care about you and you only care about your opinions, blah, 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 blah. But I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing all the time. But I do think that our perspective needs to change from being so inward to more outward. And my pastor actually said that at church today, which I'll talk about in a bit. But my first year as a volunteer, I helped with check-in. Um, and I was a personal guide. So when you're a personal guide, you get partnered up with a homeless person and you take them to different stations. So they can go to the donations, they can go eat, they can go, you know, take a quick shower, get a haircut, get a massage, get their feet washed, like all of these different services. And I remember I got paired up with this lady. If you go back far enough on my Instagram, you'll find the photo. I actually shared it on my story the other day. Um, and I remember we got paired up and you're just there to listen, you're there to say hi, you know, if you make a friend out of it, you make a friend, and we went to the clothing donations um, station, and she just needed, like, a sweater and some socks, I think, and I was like, are you sure that's all you need, like, you can get more, you can get some pants or another sweater, like, whatever it is that you need, you can get it, and she was like, no, no, like, I need to leave more for other people, and I'm good, I have enough, and that, to me, was so eye-opening, how someone that in a sense, physically has so little, at the same time, has so much in her life. Like, you know, people have their opinions about Skid Row. Yes, it is a huge man-made disaster. There's so many people out there that sleep in tents. It's cold, you guys. When it rains, like, it is not a pretty sight. But at the end of the day, these people have their own community there. And a lot of people just haven't taken the time of day to talk to them, to give them a chance. You never know what let them there. And I think we need to be more human. And I said this on my story the other day. You don't have to help a, a homeless person out if that's not your thing. But find what your thing is. Whether that's working with young kids and reading to them after school or being a tutor, going to a food pantry, helping out homeless people, like whatever it is. And however it is that you can be of service, be of service. Because we are here to serve people and serve others. And yes, we need to make sure that, you know, we're good and that we're okay but I promise you if you take one day to be of service and help someone else out you will feel so good you don't leave the skid row carnival of love with something physical but let me just tell you you leave it with so many emotional gifts um, and internal gifts that you can't even see but a lot of people have made friends um, whether that's building a relationship with, you know, the person that they were the guide to or someone that they worked on a team with. Like, it is such a wonderful day that I can't even like, stop explaining because I really, really want everyone to be a part of it. But like I said, I know that that's not for everyone. So however it is that you can be of service, be of service because your life changes when you change your perspective from me to we. And when you put another person before you, um, in the sense of helping them and helping them out and seeing what their needs are, things change. Like, it it really is such a humbling day. Um, you know, I like to think of myself like, well, I put people before me and I, I, I'm a good person and I do this and I do that and I do X, Y, Z, whatever. And yeah, I'm a good person. I, you know 
or whatever, but I'm also selfish at times. I'm also one of those people that I can have the me attitude. Well, this is what I want. This is what I need. And when you change your perspective to, well, what do we need as a group? What do we collectively need? Um, or what do we collectively want? Things change because now you're not so focused on your own needs and your own desires, but you're putting other people in your perspective. And I know that's not like for everything, you know, when it comes to certain things, you need to really just think about yourself and think about your personal health and your mental health and all of those things. But when it comes to giving back and helping people and serving people, if you have the perspective of we, things are a whole lot better because all of a sudden you're helping people and you're impacting people's lives. And yesterday, actually, um, when was it? We were, so there's these shuttles that run, you know, I think they start at like 5.15 to take volunteers from the parking garage to the volunteer entrance. And it's, we had the big Starline, the Starline um, buses, like the ones that go around and do like the LA tours and they like show you the celebrity houses. Um, I got in and one of the girls, she was like riding on the bus. She was sort of like the bus MC giving the rundown. It was just her and I. And I walked in, and I was in there by myself before she got on with a bus driver, and he was like, so why do you do this? And I was like, well, because it gives me joy, and I can wholeheartedly tell you guys, like, that's really why I do it. Like, I I don't have to share this on Instagram, I don't have to share this on the podcast, and I'm like, so you guys can give me a pat on the back and be like, oh my god, Stephanie, like, that is so great of you to go, on. like, I don't need the recognition, I don't, like, it's cool, like, the people want to do this and, like, be a part of it, but, like, I share this mainly because I want to get people involved, you know? I don't care if someone knows that I'm doing it. Um, but it really is because it gives me joy to help people out. And so he was like, you know, why are you doing that? And I was like, because it brings me joy. And he was like, that's so interesting that you say that. And he just started ministering to me. He asked me, he's like, are you a part of a ministry? And I was like, well, yeah, I go to church. Um, and he was like, you never know how you can impact these people and how you guys, young people like you can, can inspire people to change. You know, not everyone's going to get it, but one or two people might get it. And if they see you and they're like, Hey, I remember you. And you're like, where can you possibly remember me from? They'll say, well, the Skid Row Carnival of Love or the Carnival of Love or whatever it is, X, Y, and Z. Um, and I keep saying that and stuff. Um, but he was just saying, like, you never know the impact that you can have on another person just because you're choosing to listen to them and because you're choosing to be a friend to them. Because it's all these people want. Yes, a lot of them have mental health issues. A lot of them have problems that we can't see. A lot of them have problems that we can't see. But we're not God. We're not, you know, whoever the ultimate judge of this life is going to be. So my job right now is to help these people and to listen to them and listen to their stories or whatever it is that I can do to make their life easier for a day. Um, so for me, that's check-in. That's literally checking in people. That's my small contribution on this big day. And it's about using your gifts and your talents. It's not about being someone else. It's not about trying to be something that you're not. It's about using your gift and your talent to help people and make their life better. And so that's like a really long spiel on the schedule carnival of love. But it truly, honestly, is one of the best days of the year. It is one of my favorite days of the year. I love it so much. It really is such a humbling day it's such a day full of love and joy and community and to see these people just dancing and you know there's a part um where you just you don't know who's homeless and who's not everyone's just mixed on a dance floor and it's so cool to see that um but you know 
to Justin and the Wafer team, thank you so much for allowing all of us to be a part of this. I was a coordinator this year for check-in, and it's definitely a little bit more hectic. I think that's why the solar system is currently on my upper lip, and by that I mean I have, like, culture the size of Jupiter, um, because I was stressed, and I literally did nothing. I literally just checked in people, but it's such a great day. It's such a rewarding day, so find whatever it is that you can do, and be a light in whatever way that you can. You know, you're never going to regret being nice to someone. You're never going to regret giving back to someone. Um, And funny enough, today in church, we were talking about, well, we weren't talking. My pastor, Rob, was talking. Also, safe flight to him. He's headed to Israel tonight. Um, But he was talking about perspective and how perspective has power and how you can either choose to have the perspective of, of a victim or have the perspective of a champion. And a lot of times when life happens, you know, we tend to look at it like, Why is this happening to me? What did I do to deserve this? And if you believe in God, a lot of times, or not a lot of times, but sometimes we can get mad at him because of whatever it is. And my pastor said something today. He said, how you see him is how you you will receive from him. Um, And he talked about perspective. He talked about how... We need to change our perspective in order for things to change because you can think everything else is the problem, but maybe it's your perspective. Maybe it's the way that you're looking at situations. Maybe it's the way that you're choosing to look at the negative side of everything all the time. Um, And a lot of times people will figure that out, you know, on their own time, on their own accord. They'll sort of be like, okay, well, maybe this negative attitude or how I'm looking at things isn't helping. And he was saying how, you know, you go through things in life and you your perspective is based off of your problems. You look at life, the ambulance is just, all right. You look at things, you, your perspective is based off of the things that you have gone through. So you look at certain things because of the things that you've, you know, encountered in your life. Um, so he said you can go through these things in life and you can either have the perspective and be like well dang me again really or you can be like you know things might not be um exactly how i want them at the moment but things can get better and so i think perspective is something really really important and i don't know how we got into the tangent of perspective but i think that if you change your perspective from me to we when it comes to helping people um your life really will change. Um, and I just, that's something I just wanted to share. It was on my heart to share, um, about the carnival and just church. And I know that not everyone on here that listens, you know, is a believer of God. So I don't try to preach to you guys because it's, I don't feel like that's my job. I know like, you know, not everyone wants that, but I mean, if you want me to preach, I can, um, just to share what my pastor says, because I think that a lot of times, Everything that he says just relates, you know, to your life. And it's really, really cool. Um, But we're 34 minutes in. I think I'm going to wrap it up because I'm tired. Um, But yeah, I just, you know, be a light wherever you can. Choose to see the good in people. Choose to just, I don't know, be good and do good. Live your life how how you'd be proud to live it. Does that make sense? But, um, I don't know. This week was very, very tiring. I currently have a face full of makeup, 7.30. Um, but I'm about to, I'm about to 
give you the quote of the episode, go and take off this makeup, and go and watch Rent because it's about to come come out. It's the live one. Um, I'm trying to find the quote of the episode. Okay. Um, so yeah, the quote of the episode is by Abdul Baha, which this is shared by Justin Baldoni, so I feel like I just I should share that since you know he's just such an incredible person. I really love this quote, um, and you can apply it to so many different aspects of your life. But it says, "Where there is love, nothing is too much trouble, and there is always time." Simple, but it's definitely meaningful. So I hope that you guys have an incredible week. I know this episode was a little different. There was a little bit all over the place. We talked about school and the Skid Row Carnival of Love um, and perspective. But I hope that you have an incredible week this upcoming week. I hope that you choose to see the good in life. I hope that you choose to remember that you are so blessed in more ways than one. You have the power to be who you want to be every single day, to to touch lives every single day. Um, and I just I hope that you feel loved, that you are loved, that you share the love. You know, it's like that song. I can't think of it right now, but I hope that you have an incredible week. If there's anything that you want me to talk about, just send me a DM, text me, whatever it is that you got to do. Also, we're upping up my Instagram game pretty soon. I'm going to go take some photos with my good friend, Nicole, who I just love, but um, I'm super excited for that. Um, if you want to, like I said, send me a DM. It's just at Stephanie Jadem. Um, or you can send an email to the podcast email, which is just at IMTTSJ. We are having the first episode of The Couch. It was supposed to be released this week, but like I said, things have just been hectic. And also, it's a deep dive of the Best of the best Picture Oscar nominees. So there's like seven movies that I have to go watch. I'm going to take notes. We're going to talk about which one I think is going to win, what they're about, who's in them. Like, we are really doing a deep dive to all of these movies. Some of the nominees are Bohemian, okay, Bohemian Rhapsody, A Star is Born with Lady Gaga, which I loved, made me cry, Uh, Black Klansman, Black Panther, Vice, Green Book, and The Favorite. I think those are all of them. So, very excited to talk about that. That should be coming up either this weekend or next week, most likely next week. But I'm very excited for the couch. I'm super excited to just talk pop culture do a deep dive of all of these good things, but um, I'm really tired. So I'm going to let you guys go. I hope that you have an incredible day. I hope you have an incredible week. And just, oh, I forgot to do something. Before I go, I quickly wanted to give a shout out to Tina. If you don't know Tina, Tina is the bomb.com. So Tina and I met because she was the first person that I did not know to comment on my Instagram about the podcast. And I was like, wow. Like, from there, I've just been crying the whole time. But um, she was the first person that I remember telling my brother. I was like, I don't know her, but she she listened to, to the podcast. And so we've become friends, and she is such an incredible human being. And I finally met her yesterday at the Skid Row Carnival of Love. She went. She helped out. She was on my check-in team. She was incredible. So, Tina, I just wanted to give you a huge shout-out because you're awesome. I know I talk a lot way more um, on this podcast than I do in human. In human? okay I need to go to sleep in person but you were great you were so cool and nice and just awesome she kept telling me stuff you need to sleep and I was like I know (laughs) but Tina was awesome meeting you I can't wait for us to do lunch and just hang out um but yeah all right I'm gonna let you guys go now be kind to one another be nice be a light share good 
share positivity, radiate positivity, and just follow Justin Baldoni because he has a new movie coming out. He directed uh, this movie called titled Five Feet Apart with Cole Sprouse and Haley Lou Richardson. And oh my gosh, I have a story to share about yesterday, but I can't because it's just too funny. But watch it because I'm super excited to watch it. All right. Hasta luego. Los quiero. Besitos. And choose to be awesome and be nice. Okay, I'm going to go now. <laughs>